This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Good evening, everybody. Good evening on this beautiful Monday evening. You're here with 180 degrees on Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. I'm Inga Stoffel. And I'm Zoe George. And we are so excited to have you guys here tuned in to listen to a very fantastic, a very fun show. It's mm. a Monday. It's a fun day. And we are so excited to just spend this next hour with you guys. Definitely. As we have said last week, did you guys enjoy last week's interview? Firstly? I know I did. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed it. As we said last week, we are going to take these next few weeks for you to get to know us a little bit more. So today we really do have a fun packed show for you guys. You may be going to hear things that you didn't know, things that you know you may be questioned, but we are excited to open up to you guys tonight again. Mm-hmm. And if you guys are listening here and you feel the need to share, and we really love to hear from yes. you. We love hearing your stories as well. And you want us to know anything about you, you can also send us a WhatsApp just to 281 We'd love to hear from you. You can follow us on I Am Youth Radio on Instagram. You can mm. follow our Facebook page, Radio Cape Pulpit 79, Cops the Council 729. It's all there. We cannot wait to take this journey with you. But for now, let's just listen to a fun song because here on 180 Degrees, we bring the heat musically. And we are currently in the What's Down in Cape Town section of the show. I'm so excited for this section because it is January and mm. most of us have still not gone back to uni or at least I haven't. So there's still quite a few fun things you can do down in Cape Town before your semester starts. It still feels like festive. It Literally. still feels like it's festive outside. So Zoe, what can we do in Cape Town? Now Cape Town is a very beautiful, beautiful city, but I'm going to specifically be po- focusing on Cape Point, which is is a very interesting place. I think I've been there once. They mistakenly say that the Atlantic and the Indian Oceans meet there at Cape Point, but apparently that's not true. (laughs) But here are some things that are true about Cape Point. You can visit a very nice, beautiful beach called Buffalo Bay. Now, this beach is one of the most beautiful and blue beaches on Cape Point. It changes a variety of different shades of blue from azure to navy to copper to turquoise. Wow. This is probably where they think that the um, oceans meet. It is possible to bry here. However, bear in mind, there are no bry stands, so you will have to bring your own bry grid, your own wood, and try not to feed any of the wildlife, especially the baboons who will come. They're cute, but don't give them any meat. They'll just come back. The next one is to visit a shipwreck, which I did not realize was there in the Cape Point. Mm. Now, this trail is short and easily accessible. It's only three kilometers long, which is not long at all. It's also known as the Olifant's Boss Trail. And this trail is peppered with various fane boss all along the trail. And then you get to see the shipwreck itself, the mammoth, the SS Thomas T. Tucker, which was shipwrecked in 1942. It is currently home to various wildlife, though. There are some guided tours that are held through the shipwreck, but I don't think they affect any of the wildlife that currently live there. And then the last one, but certainly not the least one, is to go there and um, spot game in the Cape Point. 
There's a plethora of flora and fauna examples, including baboons, hordes of ostriches, antelope, mm. cape foxes, jeanettes, polecats, mole rats, porcupines, mongooses, not mongies, <laughs> for some reason, it's not mongies, and tortoises, snakes, bird watching is also really mm. popular there. They say that there are about 270 different species of bird to be no. seen. So if you are a nature lover, you live in one of the most beautiful natural cities in the world. What are you waiting for? Go on down to Cape Point this Mm. weekend because it's a little too late right now. It's like seven o'clock in the evening. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Boxing Day, we actually went there. And me, I'm from Cape Town. And this was the first time I was there in my Mm. whole entire life. So my husband took me. Okay, it was just me, him, and Myla, our baby. So we went, and there is this beautiful beach over there as well. Mm. Is it Buffalo Bay? It's Diaz, Diaz Beach, something like that. So we went there, and I told him, no, look at the picture. It looks so nice. We need to go there. (laughs) (laughs) And then as we're walking, and I'm asking him, where's this beach? And then we found it. And there was like, Zoe, I don't even know. I had a health tip thing that day. Because there were steps that mm. was going down to the beach. And it was it was 148 steps, I think. Oh I'm not sure. But it was going down and it was going to the beach. And once we got there, we were like, okay, on this beautiful beach. And then the <laughs> water was so cold. And they were like, please do not swim in the water. And there were blue bottles. But I mean, the place was pretty. It was a beautiful beach. And... It was a beautiful exercise because then when we came up the steps again, oh my gosh, it was, uh, but it was beautiful. It's beautiful to go there with your friends, with your family, just to go and explore. It is quite huge. And I didn't actually know that there were so many things within, you know, with on or within the Cape Point to do. Yeah. But yeah, that was, the beach was my highlight. I took beautiful pictures mm. with that beautiful view. Can't wait to stalk your Instagram later <laughs> and see them. So don't be like this. If you live in Cape Town, go on down and see the beautiful city you live in. Now let's just head on into the groovy movie section of the show. Zoe on 180 Degrees. Time to watch the movies. And we are in the groovy movie section of the show, you guys. This week's groovy movie is kind of an iconic song, I think. Yeah, it was very popular when it came out. It was one of the more popular songs from this specific movie. It mm. When the movie was redone as a live action, they the actor who was voice acting the oh my goodness the voice actor for this <laughs> actor was a Broadway trained kid star because mm-hmm. that's all you're getting from me. I wanted to say I can see how hard you are mm. trying not to say it's anything. Just, I feel like I'm going through a landmine, you know, <laughs> like anywhere I could step, it's possibly a bomb. It that's is. how it feels it talking is. about this. Like it it's, is. Mm, so I, I, it's very difficult for me. You guys try this at home and tell us how it bears for you. You can WhatsApp us at 081-79-1657. We'd love to hear from you. But from now, you can use that number to send us this week's groovy movie. We are looking forward to hearing from you. 
We love hearing from you guys every week. Now, what we are looking for from you guys is the name of the movie. And if you can, the name of the song. But we don't mm. always expect you to know extra that. Extra points. Mm, extra, <laughs> extra brownie points. Once again, you can send those answers to the WhatsApp line, which is 081-729-1657. And we're just going to take a short break after we play that song to play some music. And then we're going to go into the interview straight on after giving you guys the long-deserved answer. I'm gonna be a mighty king, so enemies beware. Well, I've never seen a king of beasts with quite so little hair. I'm gonna be the main effect, like no king was before. I'm brushing up, I'm looking down, I'm working on my floor. The spy, rather, an inspiring thing. If you think No one's saying do this Now when I said that No one's saying be there What I meant what? No one's saying stop that no, What you don't no realize No one's saying see here Now see here We don't run around all day Well that's definitely out On Radio Cape Pulpit, 729 AM. Visit our website now, www.imymovements.co.za. Zoe on 180 Degrees. So we just listened to that fantastic song and a few words from sponsors. But before that song, we played another song that formed a part of this week's groovy movie. I hate keeping you guys in suspense, but I did give you some tidbits that this mm movie was both a cartoon and then it was turned into a live action now we if we look at the plethora of different movies like that that is not a big hint but if you heard the song and you were alive you would know you would know (laughs) what i'm talking about and i'm just going to give you the answer just like that a lot of you guys guessed incorrectly and i'm going to give you guys a virtual pat on the back because you deserve it this week's groovy movie is i just can't wait to be king (laughs) from lion (laughs) king (laughs) Sung by, I was actually looking up the live action because, you know, things sound a little bit different, even though yeah. they really tried to pay homage to the original. But like the kid who sang in the live action is like a theater trained 
you know, Broadway child prodigy yeah. and you can hear it in his voice. I, I, one of my favorite scenes. How honestly. did you feel about the live action? Did you um, watch it? I did. I took, watched it in the cinema with my nieces and my brother mm. and it was kind of underwhelming but I don't mm. know what I was expecting because they obviously aren't there yet. Like they did a good job yeah. but they can't recreate animals the way <laughs> they can do it in cartoons because it's a live action so yeah. there was just a lot of underacting that you know <laughs> I don't know. I don't think they there you be have doing it, that. people. Zoe the critic, <laughs> the critic. <laughs> so now we are going into the interview section of the show. And if you have listened last week, you know that these next few weeks is all about getting to know us. So the person I will be interviewing today <laughs> is an you know a public figure. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> so today I will be interviewing Zoe George, a law student, a fourth year law student. Yes. And, um, yeah, and a presenter on 180 Degrees on Radio K Poop at 7 to 9 a.m. Good evening, Zoe. It's so good to have you in studio. Oh, good evening. It is great <laughs> to be here. The vibes are immaculate and I'm so excited for this next hour. So, Zoe, I kind of answered that first question. It was, what do you study? But can you give us the full term or whatever it's called of what you study? Okay, so I study law. I am doing a Bachelor's of Law a straight LLB. It takes four years. If you're wondering what LLB stands for, it stands for Legium Baccalaureus. And in, yeah. I had no idea. I thought it was like legislation and law. No. Bachelor. <laughs> it's, it's some real Latin up in there. Mm. This is the degree you have to do if you want to be a lawyer. If anyone listening out there is thinking of going into the legal profession, there are many different routes. You can do a BA law degree, which is when you will have two degrees. No undergrad being any degree in the um, BA department, which ranges from a variety of different things. Or you can do a BCom law degree, which would is the same, except your degree will not be in like business or finance. And then on mm. top of that, to be able to actually practice as a lawyer, you will have to do two years of an LLB course where you do just law modules. My degree consists only of law modules, so it's four years instead of five. I'm in my final year and hopefully... I will pass this year and next year I will be able to work in the legal profession yeah. as a candidate attorney. Awesome. Awesome. And was law your first choice? Was law always your first choice? It was not always my first choice, actually. Um, when I was younger, I had a very, I had a desire, a love for the arts, for performing, for singing, acting. I was always in school mm. productions and plays and you know, those things, things of that nature. That was my true passion. However, I don't know how many of you guys know this, but I am West African. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I know, it's shocking. So um, when it came time for me to study, I initially was not sure what I wanted to do. I thought about a different amount of things. I was, I was not bad academically. I mm. wanted to be an accountant at one point. But in discovering that I actually come from a family of lawyers, my grandparents being lawyers, my great-grandparents being lawyers, recently found out my uncle has like a PhD in canon law. So it felt like I was going into the right market for me. I do enjoy yeah. my degree. I enjoy law. But it was not my first choice. No, it was not actually. But I'm happy with it. Mm. It was my first choice at university. Um, I applied at a variety of different places, but even though I got in, I was not able to physically go in. But that's a story for another day. <laughs> but yeah, I actually saw like when I had finished high school 
and was applying. So I would apply at varsity. So I applied for two different streams. Like you say, yeah. you apply for different things. And I saw law actually as the highest, how can I say, requirements or points, really? number of points. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I thought, okay, the medical field will probably have the highest points. But then I saw law what you need is so hectic. That's why I was like, Zoe, you must be clever <laughs> if you got in for law. I'm not going to lie. I literally do not remember the requirements. <laughs> it was so long ago, like yeah. five, four years ago. I'm just glad I made it mm. in, honestly. And you know, student, being a student since 2019? Yes. 2020, 2021. So you've been a student the whole COVID days. Yes. So, I had like one year of normality. <laughs> so how... I wanted to ask, what are some of the challenges that come with being maybe a student and a Christian or a student in today's times? Mm. Well, for me personally, I study at the University of South Africa, which is a distance university. I don't mm. I didn't go away to university. I don't really live um, in an, an, an a dormitory with other students. So I, I still functionally do a lot of my work from home. Mm. So. In terms of challenges, there's no real challenge there, except sometimes when you're studying, you obviously feel the need to do, I guess, bad things. I'm using air quotes. Mm-hmm. There's often temptations to do things like cheat on the test. Mm-hmm. There's temptation to, I don't know, like when you when you have class, everyone shares their assignments, which you can't do. Yeah. There's temptations to even... Mm-hmm. You know, not necessarily be the best person you're a lecturer, especially when you've emailed them a couple times and they're just not just getting not back getting to response. you. <laughs> and you're just like, come on, like, I need you. Yeah. But I think, like you said last week, it's very important to stand firm in what you believe, to stand for something. Mm. I know that I want to get this degree, you know, properly. I yeah. want to actually yes. learn from the, I'm not necessarily just doing this just so I can pass an assignment and then mm. qualify. You actually want to learn and be qualified. Like learn, yeah. yes. When I go out into the field next year, hopefully by God's grace, mm. I want to actually be able to take the tools that I learned in this time because a lot of people talk about how when university students leave uni, mm. they are almost completely incompetent when they enter their work field. Yeah. Mostly they say it's the fault of the university not handing them the opportunity to actually practically grow in mm. their field. But I believe it's because many of my university my mates, like a lot of us, we just have this desire to oh, just make it. And sometimes that's all you can do. Mm, yes. But I, it's, I think my desire to be excellent is born out of the fact, for me personally, that I am a Christian. Mm. So, yeah. But the challenges, I think, would just be, which they're not really a challenge at all, to stay on the straight and narrow, to yes, not follow the yes. crowd. Because now that we're adults and we're, really questioning ourselves and finding out who we are. We often see this wave of people that Mm. aren't doing things that we necessarily grew up seeing as the right thing, but we're now, you know, and we're young. We're looking at things a different way. So Mm. it can be, it can be difficult. And you see what you're saying, because now there's a lot of universities doing it online. And we spoke to a couple of students that Mm -hmm. have been doing, you know, online um, university. And they also said that 
one of the biggest challenges is actually the discipline. Mm-hmm. Like saying, okay, I'm going yeah. to do my work now. I'm going to get up for mm-hmm. my lecture. I'm yeah. going to, I'm not going to cheat. I'm not going to do this because mm-hmm. you are in your own space. It's not like, like you said, in a classroom, you mm-hmm. are actually, it's up to you to keep yourself accountable because you're the only one who knows what you're doing exactly you have to at this in distance learning you have to be your own lecturer you obviously can Mm. contact them when you need help and at unisa they've started with the pandemic offering teams classes so that it can help the students because they would previously offer some classes with some modules but now they've just expanded that so much more so you really just have to like have the discipline discipline, i've spoken to many friends who they went to regular brick and mortar universities. So they're not, they didn't have the intention to be their own lecturer. And I kind of feel mm. bad for them because they signed up, they're paying university prices, but having a UNISA experience. Yeah. And it's not even necessarily, at first I used to think, ugh, like, how can you not have the discipline? Because I'd been doing this for the past like mm. four years. But it's I realized, tough, yeah. yeah, it's tough. It's not for everyone. And they didn't sign up for this. It's yes. not really fair. That it's kind of something there to adapt yeah. to. Exactly. But then such is life. Life throws you many, many curveballs and Mm. you have to be strong enough to withstand them. So true. And Zoe, does does what you study, like this is a question I have, especially about law, like does what you study ever affect your faith or conflict with your faith? I think in learning the law, it has made me a little less emotional. Mm. It's like when you speak to your friends who study medical degrees and I had a friend who studied dentistry and she had to start working in the clinics, mm. you know, on actual like bodies. And she became vegetarian for a year for various reasons I'm not going to talk about on air. Yeah. But then eventually she went back to eating meat. Mm. So she became a little bit dis- desensitized. Okay. I think in terms of like human rights issues and stuff, I may be a little bit more desensitized to them because I've just read so many cases in which there were such gross violations of human mm. rights and knowing that this is what happens and this is stuff I'm going to deal with on a regular basis. Mm. I feel like it's, it that changes me. In terms of my faith, there are obviously in South Africa, the law is based on Western, some parts of the law is based on Western law. Western law is mainly based on the Bible. So for the most part, the laws in South Africa do kind of correspond with the Bible. But as things become more and more modern, we develop more modern ideas that are perhaps a bit more controversial. Yeah. Some like, for example, in the olden days, things like adultery was literally a sin. Mm. I'm not a, Well, it's a sin, but it was a crime yeah. that you could be prosecuted. Things like... Yes, stoned. Stoned, <laughs> uh. yeah. Other, other things that I don't want to mention on mm. air were actual crimes based on biblical teachings of what is a sin and what is not a sin. Yes. But So whenever I see, like, biblical concepts that were previously criminal, criminalized becoming more and more accepted because now it's the law. Sometimes I have to, to make this mental shift to think, oh, this is still wrong. It, it may be legal, but mm. it's still wrong. But we also have to acknowledge the fact that the law is not very similar to the Bible in the sense that it's not right all mm. the time. You can have a legal system. I mean, we previously, South Africa previously had a very, very racist legal system wherein the atrocities they committed against humanity were legal here, yeah. but they weren't right. So it you just have to draw that line between yes. what this is the law, yes, but is this the right thing? And yeah. if it's not the right thing, 
we should sure. try and fight for the right thing because mm. it's not fair that people are subjected to something that's not right, mm. you know? Mm, sure. It sounds it sounds like a lot, especially in terms of, you know, looking at what you, like you say, do you fight for what you believe in or do you fight for what the law says is right mm. or is wrong, even if maybe it's not or maybe it is. Yeah. So that, I can only imagine how it must have, you know, strengthened your faith walk and sometimes challenged you as mm-hmm. well but i but those things make you stronger those things make you mm-hmm. you know see god through those yeah. things almost like i'm not feeling comfortable with this lord what yeah. do i do you know and mm-hmm. you are going to step into that and yeah it's it's case studies like you say but reading the case studies you know it's not made up mm-hmm. these probably yeah. did happen to somebody and oh, no, it probably is something that's real and something mm-hmm. that you're going to have to be dealing with. Yeah. Also in familiarizing yourself with these things and concepts, you mm. really begin to stand very much firmly in what you believe in. I yeah. had a discussion with my friend the other day and we were talking about, I think she was asking me why three people can't get married. Like, And I was like, well, the mm. law says that a marriage in South Africa is when a man and a woman yeah. get married. And she was like, okay, but like, why is that right? And I'm like, <gasps> yeah, well, it's the law. <laughs> and she was like, okay, but is that the, r-? we had a whole very heated yes, discussion yes. about it. And at the end of the conversation, like, I don't think either of us were trying to convince the other to mm. join our sides, but we both, when we stepped away, we both kind of just realized, okay, this is what we believe in. Yeah. And this is why we believe in this because yes. we've had to explain it to the other person and We both think that we're right in what we believe. So Mm. it really helps me stand more firmly in my Christian beliefs. Yes. And have you ever felt like, you know, have you ever felt like you wished that you were studying something else or you were doing something else? All the time. (laughs) All the time. My degree, I find it very interesting. But I think my favorite year was my first year Mm. wherein I was studying, you know, an LLB. but the way this degree works, there are about 37 modules you have to do, three modules that you can choose. But then in the first year, they do a lot of BA modules from okay. the department, which include modules like I think I've mentioned before, African philosophy, mm. criminology, um, African languages and the study of just African culture. I found that to be at the time even somewhat more interesting than mm. the actual law modules. So it made me kind of wish that I had Perhaps I still wanted to study law, but I would have wanted to do uh, my undergrad in a BA degree okay, and then okay. a postgrad in law, in law so that I could still practice. But now I can walk away with two degrees and mm. also some more knowledge yeah. on things I find very interesting. However, in terms of career, there is no other career path that I would want to do. I don't want to be an accountant anymore <laughs> and I don't want to do engineering. Mm. I don't want to do medicine. I'm very You're content. Happy. I'm yeah. very content as well. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. That, and I think that's the bottom line. You are where you are and you are happy with where you are at, with yes. your decision, with mm-hmm. where, you know, what you've chosen. And I, mm-hmm. I find so many times, you know, with students, like of the interviews that we've had, even mm-hmm. with people working, yeah. of the interviews we've had, we've always asked them, is this always what you wanted to do? Or mm-hmm. how did you know you wanted to yeah. do this? And most of the time they say, we actually started off wanting to do something else. Mm-hmm. But at this moment, we are at 
where we are yeah. at because mm-hmm. you know we are happy there and we are glad we made our decisions and yes. our choices and i just want to ask you this is this is a question that is not actually in the questions but i just <laughs> want to throw this at you the the kind of law you do because i mean i'm not a lawyer or a law student but i i know there's like you know criminal law this law that law so what is the one that you are most interested in well when before i started studying i in I ventured on a job shadowing mm. opportunity for a life orientation project. And I job shadowed three different lawyers at a firm, CNA Friedlander. And um, when I was there, I I enjoyed going with the lawyers to mm. various courts, magistrates courts, highest courts, the sheriffs, places like that. But I learned about a certain kind of lawyer called a conveyancer. Mm. These types of lawyers deal with property law specifically. They don't necessarily appear in court, which is an interesting thing because a lot of people meet me and because I'm a very soft person, they assume that I wouldn't mm. fare too well in court. I which object. I, am, I object too, <laughs> like goodness. But like this type of lawyer actually would not appear in court. So mm. I guess to those people who think they know me, this would be this would be the better law profession for me to go into. Yeah. Basically, whenever you buy property, there's a transfer fee to transfer the property mm. into someone's name. So conveyances do that. Okay. They also get a chunk of every sale. Mm. So they, but it's a very difficult branch of law to go into. Mm. So it's basically kind of like property and like estates. However, I will say that when I actually began to study law, mm. I found myself very much interested in contracts. That's okay. very interesting as well. I found myself interested in testate and intestate, intestate. Law, you know, inheritance. Okay. (laughs) Dealing with people's inheritance. Mm. And then last year, I was very fortunate enough to go and job shadow at a law firm that specialized in labor law on the side of the companies. And that was more so interesting than anything I'd ever Mm. experienced before. It was it was nice. I got to accompany these lawyers. I job shadowed about two, three, actually three different lawyers well, two candidate attorneys and one legal secretary. So I job shadowed them. I went to court with them. I went to CCMA briefings. I went to bargaining councils with them. And mm. that was very interesting. Yes. So I think when I do my two years of articles next year, that'll really help me, you know, decide and hone in on which type of law yes. I want to study. You want to step into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I don't have to specialize now. My degree covers all branches of law. Okay. So that's cool. Okay. Awesome. And just before we close off, this is the second last question I want to ask. Has COVID affected you in any way, like in terms of studies? Has it affected you mentally, emotionally, mm-hmm. especially with, you know, the the amount of work you have to mm-hmm. do and then also these other things happening in the world and also, mm-hmm. like, there's so many things going on with COVID and you still have to study all these books and, like, yeah. has it affected you in any way? It has definitely had an effect on me. For the first year, I was still studying. I was in second year and all of a sudden my degree was completely online. UNISA is, a lot of people think it's an online university, but it's really a distance university mm. wherein you correspond with your lecturers, usually by mail in the past because the, the, the university is, I think, over 150 years old. So yeah. before the internet, you had to mail in your assignments and go in and physically write papers. But with the events of COVID and the lockdowns, they have almost completely gone online. You have you write your exams online. You don't have 
in-person classes anymore you have them on microsoft teams but that's also good because previously we would only you'd have to do a max of 10 modules a year but you could also do a minimum of six or three depending on how many years you still had left mm. and in doing that usually about two of the 10 modules would have classes but last year i think every module i had had at least one class a month Ooh. if not several a month be nice. so no it was nice because then you get to actually interact with your lecturers you yes. can ask for help directly it's really nice because it's it before you were very much on your own yeah also um what else has changed besides the fact that everything is completely online i also haven't been on campus in over two years <laughs> because you have to now book before mm. you go on campus and oh, they only let 25 people on campus but unisa has about I think 400 and something thousand students all over the globe. I don't even know how many are here just in Cape Town Mm. and can access the Belleville campus, which is was my campus. Mm. So I haven't been able to actually get on, which has been not easy because I have oftentimes questions and I can't go in and ask them. So that has affected me. Last year, um, UNISA changed their semester ruling. So I had to do, basically I had to do about 10 modules in a very the way they would operate the system is we would have divided the year into two semesters Mm. but they made it into one super semester so i did 10 modules i've never done that many modules in my life not even in high school when we were doing like (laughs) arts and culture and technology and natural science i wasn't (laughs) even doing that all those you know those many many subjects i wasn't even doing that much in primary school so that was very challenging, mm. but I have prevailed somehow by the yes. grace of God, literally, yes, you have. literally by his grace. Mm. So, yeah, it's it's been very challenging, but I think that it wasn't a challenge I couldn't rise to the occasion to mm. get through. So I'm thankful for that. Yes. And finally, Zoe, do you have any word of advice or an encouragement for someone out there who might be thinking about studying law? Well, my first advice is if you're watching Suits... Or how to get away with murder. And <laughs> throw you, that out the door. <laughs> throw that out the door. Mm-hmm. First, the, the law system is completely different from that. Mm. Law is a very challenging degree, but it is rewarding. And in saying that, I'm just trying to let you know that it is very possible. It's a difficult degree, but it's very possible if you have the desire and you have the aptitude but mainly the raw desire to do this. This yeah. isn't a degree you can study. Well, you can for study fun. for fun. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't want to. You're not going to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to take time to really decide if this is what you want to do and then go into it. Mm. Also, ask. this is the advice I just give generally. Ask God. I spent yeah. a lot of time asking God if this is what I needed to go to. In fact, I... I took a gap year and mm. in that gap year, I a lot of things were put into perspective and I knew I had to come back because a lot of people don't come back after they take a gap year. Yeah. But I knew I had to. Yes. So just make sure that this is something you really, really want to do. Ask the adults in your life, your friends, mm. your if you have access to those teacher counselors, mm. you know, who help you pick careers. Decide, My yeah. school had so many of those. So do that. Mm. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much, Zoe George, for oh. joining us and just for, you know, opening up a little bit about Zoe, about who is Zoe. And there you have it, you know, for all those who would like to study law, have the passion, have the desire and seek counsel. We are going to go into our mystery Bible quiz. <laughs> Thank you.
So we have come to the mystery Bible quiz, as you heard, and you know we just want to get that that brain juices flowing, you know. So I'm gonna read today's question, and tonight's question goes like this: Who wrote? The book of Revelations. Mm-hmm. The book that we are currently living. I'm joking. Because, <laughs> you know, I've seen so many memes saying, mm-hmm. me opening the door to see what chapter of Revelations we Let's are living know. today. So the question for today is, who wrote the book of Revelation? You can send the answers to 081-729-1657. That's 081-729-1657. 180 degrees on Radio Cape Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. 180 degrees on I Am Youth Movement. Follow us on Facebook today. I Am Radio. Health Tips. How to be happy in your health. It's not just about being healthy, it's about being happy. Should be quite interesting. Chocolates are the true source of happiness. Chocolates really are the true source of happiness. And yes, it's 2022, but I will continue saying this. Just because time has gone on by doesn't mean that that is no Hmm. longer true. Consistency. It'll still be true in 3022. (laughs) (laughs) So today we have happy health tips, which are stress related. Happy health tips for stress. Number one, eat and drink to optimize your health. Some people try to reduce stress by drinking alcohol or by eating too much, and these actions may seem to help in the moment, but actually they may add to the stress in the long run. Caffeine, Zoe, also also can compound the effects of stress. Consuming a healthy, balanced diet can help to combat stress. Mm. Number two, Exercise regular. It's like exercise is following us everywhere we go in every single health tip. So exercise must be healthy for the mind, for the body and for the soul. So it says exercise regularly. In addition to having physical health benefits, exercise has also shown to be a powerful stress reliever. Number three, stop using tobacco and nicotine products. Okay. People who use nicotine often refer to it as a stress reliever. However, nicotine actually places more stress on the body by increasing physical arousal and reducing blood flow and breathing. I did not know that. And nicotine doesn't necessarily need to be cigarettes. There are some lotions and some oils that might contain this. Yeah, where people say, um, this is relieving my stress and yeah. As we have read here. Mm. I think some actually, teas have nicotine in them. Yeah. Nicotine. Mm. <laughs> 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 the next one is study and practice relaxation techniques. Taking the time to relax every day helps to manage stress and to protect your body from the effects of stress. You can choose from a variety of techniques such as deep breathing and progressive muscle relaxation, etc., etc. There are many online and smartphone apps that provide guidance on these techniques. So I think that is also a very good one for stress, is just breathing and just taking the time mm-hmm. to like get back into, because you might be so focused on the problem, you just need to take time to get out of your head for a bit. Because, you know, as like I can say, I'm an overthinker. I overthink things, but sometimes I just need to breathe and I kind of just need to put on music and 
just relax for a bit so that helps for me but you can find what helps for you next one says to reduce triggers of stress so if you are like most people your life may be filled with too many demands and too little time for the most part these demands are ones that you have chosen and that is something i actually to- told myself that this year i'm not going to commit to everything mm-hmm. because many times you make so many plans and you end up just running around doing this doing that and it just becomes a lot on you and it's no one's fault but yours because you have agreed and committed to that thing next examine your values and live by them the more your actions reflect your beliefs the better you will feel no matter how busy your life is use your values when choosing your activities that ties in with the activities and what you are committing to the next one is assert yourself it is okay to say no to demands on your time and energy that will place too much stress on you you don't have to always meet the expectations of others and i think that is very important so knowing that I'm not doing this to make other people happy. Um right now I need to think about me. I got to put me first. Did you see that TikTok? <laughs> yes. Oh my god. So so yeah. Next one is set realistic goals and expectations. It's okay and healthy to realize that you cannot be 100% successful at everything all at once. I like that. Be mindful of the things you can control and work on and work on accepting the things you can't control. So you'll never be able to be perfect at everything at once but you can take them in sections. The final one is sell yourself to yourself. I like this one. When you are feeling overwhelmed, remind yourself of what you do well. Have a healthy sense of self-esteem because that can actually um put a lot of strain on you know your self-esteem can put a lot of strain on how you feeling can add a lot of stress can add a lot of uh, a lot of <laughs> a lot of like you know different things anxiety depression it can add all those things if you keep telling yourself i'm this i'm this i'm this so tell yourself sell yourself to yourself mm. that is a nice happy health tip for you guys today and before we went into our happy health tips we asked you guys a question The question was who wrote the book of revelation. Hmm. We've had some interesting answers being sent into us tonight and you know as Zoe says we don't like to keep you in suspense so I will just give you the answer. The person who wrote the book of revelation was John. Wow, this is interesting because I did not know it was John. Mm. I don't I thought it was like Paul for some reason because he wrote like he wrote like literally everything like <laughs> I think one of these days we should do a happy health tip on the books he didn't write <laughs> a happy health tip or a bible quiz <laughs> it's it's too late in the evening for me you guys oh, i'm clocking out we are literally at the bottom of the hour yeah it's crazy how close we are to 8 o'clock mm. So I hope you guys enjoyed the show as much as we did and as much as we enjoy hearing from you guys please don't forget to WhatsApp us on 0817291657 WhatsApp us about your day WhatsApp us any questions you might have because these next few weeks and these past few weeks you've literally just gotten to know us a little bit more and we love to hear from you here on 180 degrees on radio Cape Pulpit 729 AM Mm-hmm. This has been 180 degrees signing out. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.